Hey guys, welcome to a special episode of the Blind Donkey Runner podcast. On this week's episode, I have Tim Toe from the Friday Night Press Box podcast to talk about Fannin County's um, exciting blood pressure raising two wins over Pace Academy and Heard County in the playoffs, and now their matchup against Fitzgerald this Friday night. I have Coach J.B. Abrams from Cedartown, the head coach of Cedartown Bulldogs, on the podcast to talk about their playoff run and what their matchup looks like against Bainbridge. And then I have the head coach and defensive coordinator for Murray High, the Tigers, as they look to travel to Lexington to face Lexington Christian tonight, Friday night and the semifinals of the KHSA playoffs. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah. How's it going, Coach Hodge, Coach Morris? Oh, man, I can't hear it. Damn. Hey, man, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Hey, John, I can't hear you, man. Can you hear me? Uh, barely. How about now? I'm trying to walk around the room and get Wi-Fi. And I can't hear you at all. It's making a weird noise when you talk. Oh, okay. Okay, how about now? A lot of, a lot of disturbance. Get... I still can't hear you. Uh, now I can. Oh, oh, there we go. Yes, that's perfect. Sweet. Awesome. So welcome to the Blind Donkey Runner podcast. Coach Morris, Coach Hodge, how y'all go? How you doing? Good. For some reason Coach Morris is walking over there. I don't know where he's going. Oh, yes, you're on it. You're game, man. Oh. John, what's going on? It? Hey, I appreciate you doing this, man. I, uh. We didn't know your story until JB and Hack was telling us, and uh, that's pretty awesome, man. You're following and getting involved up here. I think it's great. Well, I've been impressed with you guys this year and the last couple of years, and the coaching job you guys have done, especially with this team this year. You guys, you know, y'all turned it around really quickly after Paducah Tillman, and I've been impressed. Yeah, yeah. That's that was well. The Crittenden, the Crittenden County game was kind of a wake up call for us on how to do things and. You know, the Tillman game, we should have won. We just turned the ball over too much. And uh, the kids played hard. We just, like I said, we gave them too many opportunities to beat us, and they took advantage of it. But, you know, yeah, we, we've uh, we, we've really settled in, I feel like, and and, uh, and doing some good things. But I know you'll get into that here in a second. But, yeah, that's, uh, man, we appreciate it, though. And I appreciate you being on here. I mean, offensively, it starts with a three-headed tiger. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, we, uh, you know, as we went along early in the season, we started, you know, seeing that, hey, you know, we got some guys that can run the football. And the main thing was was getting getting behind our offensive line. You know, we felt like our offensive line was a stronger point coming into the season. And, you know, it was just on me to figure out what fits us best. And so we changed gears, got out of the spread a little bit and started going to some double tight stuff and, and pounding the ball and, and moving people. And uh, like I said, the kids have bought into it, I feel like. And, they're excited about it, and the and the running backs have done a good job. And you know, if we continue to fix fumbles, I feel like we, we you know we can play with anybody, and uh, you know, especially the way our defense is playing. So you know, it's been good to us. It's helped us. I feel like, and you know, hopefully we can. You'll we'll see the good results against LCA. I think. I mean, I may be a little biased, but I think y'all got a pretty good shot at winning this game. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 we got to start well. You know, just like I feel like they probably feel like they need to start well. You know, that's their game. You know, they're fast. They, they go real fast, high tempo with everything they do. And so a big key to us is how we start, you know, and, and how we uh, stay in the fight and, and bring it to them. And, 
you know, and keep the first half, you know, in our in our hands and control the game the best we can, and uh, and then just continue to stay in a dogfight with them. Now, I asked JB and them that last night. Uh, would you consider your offense a triple option like Georgia Tech or the Citadel, or would you just just straight up running offense? It's just a straight running offense. You know, we don't run any option at all. It is uh, the way we do it, though. Anybody can catch the direct snap and, and run the ball, and we do some. It almost looks like a double handoff type thing, and uh, just because we, you know. Oh, coach. Coach? Ah, crud. Coach? Coach? I'm going to send you another link. See if that works better. There we go. Back at it. My bad. Oh, you're good. Uh, it's 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 doing that thing again though, where I can when you talk, it makes a noise. Oh, how about? Have I got you? That same thing. Oh, rats. Technical difficulties. We good? No, I still can't. I still can't hear you good. Let me try a different room. <laughs> That's kind of the way it works. How about now? Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. It's still making a weird type, like a, like a beat, like a, like a knocking noise. Huh. Same thing. Now? Same thing. I moved my hand away from the speaker. That's why I was trying to. It's getting a little better. All right. How about now? Same thing. Uh. All right. My hand's completely away from the phone. Is that better? It's still doing it. Sorry, Coach. That's oh, all right. Uh, I haven't usually had this problem. <laughs> there we go. We got you. All right, cool. There you go. So, we were talking about the offense and how it, running explosive you guys are. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, we're, we're not option or anything. We're just downhill at you now. And, we, you know, we pull people at the point of attack and we're foot to foot. And, you know, we want to move people. We want to get good movement and, and find some holes and, and dig down in there in the trenches. And, uh, you know, we want to eat clock obviously, and uh, we want to keep the ball out of the off- other offense's hands. And, you know, sometimes we do a good job of that, and then sometimes we, uh, you know, we kind of fumble, you know, and we, we got to quit fumbling, and uh, and it seems to be our Achilles heel so far this year. But, you know, last game we fixed that pretty well, I felt like, and and, it, and obviously it had good results for us. Like like you said, if, if y'all can, you know, keep the ball in your out of their offensive hands and then, keep, like you said, keep the fumble, I think you know, Murray's going to – probably give Lexington and Christian all they can handle. Yeah, we hope so. You know, that's obviously our goal and, uh, you know, that's what we're focused on and, you know, and uh, they're tough. They're real tough and they do a lot of good things over there. And, you know, hopefully we can uh, hit them in the mouth. And, you know, that's our goal right now. Your offensive line, like you said earlier, is impressive as well. I mean, they block like crazy. Yeah, the whole line's done a great job. And, you know, we, we knew back in the winter before the season got started in spring, you know, we was got some guys returning. Uh, obviously, you always have holes to fill and everything, but we felt like that was going to be one of our strong points. And, you know, in, in hindsight, I probably should have started the year in this offense and trusted it. But, you know, we felt like we could run some option and do some different things with our with our kids. But as we went on, 
uh, we kind of figured out, you know, we had too many two-way players that were running all over the place. And so we changed some things to hopefully give us a better shot. And then I feel like it's, it's, it's done better for us. Um, now switching to defense, that's another thing that's – it's been there all year. I mean, impressive. I mean, you sh- you hold Mayfield to 14 points in, in both games and in regular time. I mean, that's just – that's impressive. Yeah, I'm going to let Coach Morse dive in now. Yeah, well, it, you know, we went into, of course, COVID this year. It kind of – we were hoping to have a, get a lot done in spring ball this year, and that's about the time the virus set in. So, it kind of put us behind the eight ball, you know, the, us as a coaches staff. But we spent a lot of time this past offseason preparing for defense, trying to come up with a defensive system because, you know, in my opinion, the last few years defensively is what's, you know, kind of put us behind the eight ball. We wanted to fix it. And, and then the virus set in and kind of put us behind the eight ball again and, but I also, you got to give all the credit to the kids. They, they've they've uh, kind of embraced this mentality, this, this flying to the football, trying to limit big plays, multiple hats to the ball, and, and, and first and foremost, just loving physicality. And, and so the credit goes to the kids, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. That is noticeable because, you know, I mean, we were talking about Devin Lee last night. He just flies from the complete opposite side of the field and gets the quarterback for OCAF for a loss. It, you know, Devin's one of those kids, and we have actually a few of those on our defense that they just got a different type of motor. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're faster than you think, and they close space quick. And and again, I, I'm I'm our defense's biggest critic, and I think I'll be that way until you know until the job is done. You know, there's always work to be done. There's always improvements to be made. And but when our job is done, and and when we've accomplished our task, you know, I'm I'm going to be the biggest fan of of this defensive unit, and, and, and I'm always proud of them, and they know I'm proud of them, and this coaching staff are proud of them, but we're not satisfied. You know, we, we don't right. come to work satisfied. We stay hungry. We know our weaknesses, and we got to get better, or LCA will find it, and, and, we, and we have to prepare for that. You guys, like I said, you guys have impressed me with the way you exploded the ball and your physicality and your speed. You guys are completely fast. Even your linemen are just explosively fast. Yeah, again, that's about kind of been a focus of ours this this season. You know, we wanted to focus on it in spring ball, didn't get to. Uh, not knowing when the season was going to start this year, we kind of started preaching that mindset of of just going quick and 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 taking the thinking out of it and play fast, play fast, play physical. And and again, you know, defense is is if you can accomplish that, if you can get multiple hats to the football and you can get your kids to play fast, you already have a leg up, in my opinion, on most offenses. Now, looking at Lexington Christian's offense, do you think your speed can um, hang, uh, match up good with their speed? In ways, and then in ways not. And what Lexington Christian is going to present us is something that we haven't seen this year, which is the, the, the tempo that they play ball. They're going to mm-hmm. come out real high pace, real fast pace offense, a lot of motions, a lot of formations. They're going to dial up their shots. And, and we just haven't seen that. You know, much like for them defensively, they haven't seen what we do offensively. It's a different world. Uh, and our kids got to understand that, and they got to understand they're going to get. You know, we're going to get LCA's best swing early. We have to be mm-hmm. ready for that. Uh, I do think we've got the speed to cause them problems. Uh, we can't be misaligned. Uh, when we're lined up pre-snap and we see things and we're communicating, we're pretty daggum good. Where, we're, where we have our lapses is when we're not lined up, we're moving around, our eyes are not where they're supposed to be, and we're not communicating. And we can't start the game out this way with LCA. They'll take advantage of that quickly. That that's true because you're not you don't make it to the semifinals and not be explosive and good without a doubt. Um. So I know you're you got short on time, and I always do this segment with my guests, and I guess we can do it together. 
But uh, it's a five rapid rapid fire questions, and they're kind of off the wall, random, and funny. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a huge food person, so best place to eat for you guys in Murray. Uh, let's go with I'm gonna go Shogun. Okay. Ooh, what do you think? <sighs> best place to eat in Murray. I, I it's not going to impress people, but I just like it. I can't. I don't know. I can't get enough of his Gaddy's Pizza. I, <laughs> nice. Um. Best Christmas song. Oh boy. Um uh let's see. Um I, I got on top of Montgomery Gentry, uh um Merry Christmas from the family. Ah, <laughs> That's great. That's nice. If you if you don't know that one, you gotta listen to it. All right. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with that one too. I I didn't know who sang it, but I'm going with a Merry Christmas from the family as well. When you think of the fall, what smell do you think of? Like what sense? Uh Locker room and <laughs> locker room and grass. No cut grass, fresh cut grass. I love it. I was gonna oh, say yeah. sweaty shoulder pads. <laughs> um, let's see. Best sports memory. Oh wow. Um, I honestly that that man that is a hard question. You know I've uh uh you know I've got a, a kind of a, a you know a you know, just an overall kind of memory, you know, my, my, I don't have my dad anymore with me. So he, he never missed anything I was ever involved in, you know, and I've missed that over the years. So, you know, I know this is getting on the sentimental side of things, but honestly, just, just uh, the memories I've had of him and him always being there. And now I don't, you know, it's been hard, but you know, just, just his support over the years that I had growing up since I was little uh, up until, uh, up until he passed away was, was, has been really big in my life. I, I think, you know, for me, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall in this season. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit younger. I haven't been around as long as this, this coaching game as, as Coach Hodge or other ones. And, and the things we've been able to accomplish this season, I think I'll look back 10, 15, 20 years down the road and, and say, you know, this was, this was very memorable in my young career. One question I forgot to ask, and it's a big one. Uh, well, not really, but uh, what is it like as coaches dealing with the blood pressure raising, heartburn inducing – tight games you guys been in <laughs> that's a good question uh you know it, it is tough when you're in the moment and you know the the one thing i can say you know talking about this year is i felt like our kids have have really just relaxed and played ball i, I think that they have been more relaxed than us as coaches i feel like they've just really dived into the moments and just let it play and, and just go play ball and i've been impressed with that. that that's actually you know helped me out a, a ton and you know, I think Coach Morse feels the same way. It's just been kind of a solid thing for us is, is their mentality and their mental makeup during games. And, uh, and it all it just lets us lets us coach the game and coach the kids. And uh, I think that's been really big this year for us. And I'll take a stab at that question, too. Uh, I guess it was the Mayfield game, triple overtime. And over uh, my wife, after the game, she said I had to sit down. I was seeing spots and my head was hurting. I said, oh, that's a <laughs> typical Friday night for me and Coach Hodge. So, you know, I'll go on the other side of that. I, if my head's not hurting at halftime and I'm not dizzy, then then uh, we're, we're it's just not a stressful situation. That's very rare for us. I'll tell you. My my wife, I when when the game was over, I exploded off the couch and just my wife's like, "What's wrong with you? What happened to you?" Uh, <laughs> and then we went and worked out in the basement, and she was on the treadmill, and I was running laps around the garage. I ended up running four miles faster than I ever have in the garage just because of all the adrenaline for just, that game. Just hyped up, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, are you guys? 
I'm a trail runner and I'm weird, so I'm a beer guy. Are you guys beer guys? Beer? <laughs> yeah. Uh man. Uh if you're not, we'll go coffee. Yeah, call, yeah, definitely coffee. Um, I, I can't go a day without coffee. Every single morning I got to have it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't drink a ton of it uh, just because I kind of get burned out by after about, you know, 12 ounces of it. I'm kind of burned out. But I've got to have coffee every single day, no doubt about it. Creamer, no creamer. Nothing. Straight black. Gasol- ah. Gasoline, here we go. <laughs> I, I've picked up coffee within the last year, actually. And – uh I'm the same way. I want it black. I want it as black as it could be. Nothing in it. You know, that pure black silk, dark cowboy, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on that train as well. Awesome. Guys, I, I know you got to go, so I really appreciate this. And after the win against LCA, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Uh, hopefully that's the case. And if you want to talk, you definitely let me know. We'll definitely talk. I love it. I appreciate you doing this. I think it's big. And I uh, love talking about the kids. And it's a good opportunity for us. And we appreciate it. What did you think when I messaged you and you saw this random guy from Georgia who has no connection to Murray or Murray State? Well, honestly, I, I didn't know you didn't have that connection. Uh, I didn't know you were in Georgia until until uh, JB and Hack were telling me about it, and, uh, and they were telling me how, how you kind of got connected and everything. And I think that's awesome, man. I think that that uh, speaks volumes about, you know, our area and the different uh, coaches around here and the things that we're doing and the kids and everything. So, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised because where you live, but I still think it's awesome, and uh, and and uh, glad you're glad you're on board and keeping up with us. I, I think that's I think it's a really big deal. I just I love the athletics at Murray State, and then it just you know I love that Region One athletics, so it just it kind of snowballed. Awesome, that's awesome, man. Well, you guys have a good night, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. All right, thank you, John. See you, man. See ya. Next up on the podcast, I have Timothy Toe from the Friday Night Press Box podcast to talk about Fannin County and their playoff run. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, buddy, how are you? Pretty good. Welcome to another episode of the Blind Donkey Runner podcast. Yeah, I don't think we got good service. I can barely hear you. Oh, Uh, can you hear me now? I hear you loud and clear now. All right, cool. Um, I figured I'd have you on the podcast to talk about the recent, uh, really impressive wins for Fannie County, although they were very blood pressure raising games, but they were really impressive. No doubt, man. It was, um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, we talked to coach Cheatham, uh, after the uh, Pace Academy game, and it's you know, I looked at him and I said, I don't know what to say, and he goes, I don't know what to say either. I mean, it's uh, the last the last two weeks has been nothing but just pandemonium <clears throat> in uh, in Rebel Stadium against Pace Academy and Hurd County. What's it like calling the games? I mean, you're the pre- you're the PA guy. You're calling those games. What is it, what thrills are going through you? You know, it, it's a really good question, and it's also uh, very hard to um, – <clears throat> it's very hard to, you know, not just yell every single play because, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a Fannie County Rebel at heart, you know, and I want to I wanna cheer as loud as I can, as loud as possible uh, during a, <laughs> every single play we have. And uh, you, you kind of got to maintain a little bit of uh, – of, uh, you know, neutralism, you don't want to uh, show too much favoritism. <clears throat> but obviously, you know, 
when when big plays happen and big moments of the game, you know, uh, my Fanning County Rebel pride does come out, and uh, my voice gets a little bit of excited, especially uh, <clears throat> on that Seth Reese touchdown run we had against Hurd County this past week. It was uh, it was special. It's it, I I bet it's hard to contain that that excitement. It is, and thankfully I've got some people up in the press box with me, uh, so uh, that, that kind of have a hand on me too. Hey, you know, you're getting too loud, you know, uh, you know. But it's uh, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun for sure. There's herd county people complaining, you know. <clears throat> uh, we, they, they, those people were very good, man. They were <clears throat> they were very classy. Uh, we we uh, nothing but respect for those folks for sure. They're a really good program. I just heard their coach resigned. Sure, he. <laughs> He did. He he resigned. Um, Craig Barron resigned after uh, I think nineteen seasons at Heard County. Uh, so uh, you know you hate to uh, hate it for that program. Uh, I, you know Chief Borders leaving too. Uh, hopefully they can get a coach in there that can uh, still uh, keep the success going for them. Um. So I guess going back to the Pace Academy game, Pace Academy game. What has stood out for you, like from that game? Uh, so many moments, you know, you talk about the Pace Academy game <clears throat> coming in. All you heard about was MJ Morris and uh, Christian Thomas. MJ Morris, of course, at 33 offers <clears throat> as a quarterback position, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And then you got Thomas, the wideout, <clears throat> who was committed Notre Dame. You know, all week you heard about those guys. How are the Fanning County Rebels going to stop them? Uh, well, they did. And just flat out, <clears throat> Luke Holloway outplayed MJ Morris. That, that's all there was to it on that night. Um, I think Luke had 354 total yards. Um, to M- M- he didn't, MJ, I know, didn't, didn't have that much. Um, so it was, you know, just all week, you know, you, you like, like I said, the buildup was Pace Academy's offense, Pace Academy's offense, when in the end, the Fanning County Rebels stood tall and won the football game. Um, that, that game, you know, Fanning County – you know, in order to arrive, you know, Fanning County had to win a big, big game. Right. Beating Pepperell was big for Fanning County, but beating Pace Academy, Fanning County had arrived. Fanning right. County was for real by, by beating Pace Academy. AF. Just four years from, from winning a state championship, a successful program, a program that has put numerous players in the SEC, a few players in the NFL, um, just, just notably the fourth overall pick from last year's uh, – Class Andrew Thomas, right? Um, from a left tackle at the University of Georgia. So they're, they're they're such an established program, and to beat just just a little town of Blue Ridge Mountain School to beat a team like that, it was it was in my opinion the biggest win in Fanning County history until last Friday night when they defeated Hurt <laughs> County. Right. Um, at one point I looked at the score, and one app was saying. Uh, twenty-one to seven, Pace Academy, and then my other app was saying twenty-eight, twenty-one, final, Fannin, and I was like, "Wait, how did how how, how did they get what what happened?" Did I lose you, Tim. Tim. Tim? 
Tim? Hi, bro. Can you hear me? I got you. Can you hear me? Hi. I'm not sure what happened. either. Yeah. Um, well, at one point, I looked at the score, and it, one, one of my apps said 21-7 Pace Academy, and then my other app said 28-21 to Fannin. And I looked at the final. The final was 28-21, and I was like, what What, what happened? Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter? <clears throat> hey, man, you're, bre- you're breaking up again. I'm sorry. Oh, how about – I can hear – were you good? You there? Yeah, I can hear you now. Good. Okay. Um, like I said, I looked at the score and it was twenty-one-seven Pace Academy, and then the final was, you know, twenty-eight-twenty-one Fannin, and the score. It was like in the halfway through the third quarter, and I was like, I look, you know, I was like Fannin County scored three touchdowns in less than eighteen minutes. Yeah, you know, and, and you know it was coming out, you know, Pace got up twenty-one-seven, but the whole the game, you know, you never really felt like the game was over. Um, Luke Holloway and Seth Reese, of course, played well in the second half. But of that of that game, the Fannie County defense really stood tall and made stops. Uh, Mike O'Neill and uh, Case Owens, we led the charge for the defense uh, with a crucial third down stop on MJ Morris. Um, but it was just a uh, it was just a good game uh, for for the Rebels. I, I was really impressed. Um, looking at the Herd County game, and it was you know. Really close. It was, was it twenty one fourteen? Yes, twenty one fourteen. That was another, you know, nail biter, heart, heart racing. You know, blood pressure going up kind of game too. It, it was, man. Uh, I, you know, I, I tell you, uh, just so much credit goes to the Fannin County coaching staff. And, and like I, like I was saying earlier, um, there's so many several years ago you. You would think Fannie County wouldn't win these games, uh, but this coaching staff has this team believing um, that they can win every game that they play in, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of adversity. Uh, there, uh, the Rebels had some injuries to overcome, and uh, they overcome and, and they uh, pulled off one of the greatest wins in school history on Friday night, beating a good Hurd County team led by Florida Gator commit uh, Chief Borders. Um, who were the standouts for you in this game? Oh man, don't know where to start. Uh, <clears throat> Luke Holloway, Seth Reese on the defensive side of the ball. Michael O'Neill, Case Nowensby. Those are the guys you hear a lot. But Andre Bivens and Carson Collis really stepped up for the Rebels on um, on, on last Friday night. Two guys in the secondary. Um, Andre stepped up in the receiving game and and had a, had a touchdown. Uh, th- those two guys, you make an argument, really helped win the football game for the Rebels. Um, who stood out defensively for the Rebels? Yeah, uh, and, and the same thing. Andre Andre Bivens and Carson Collis, uh, Mike O'Neill, Casey Owensby. Logan Long played a very good game. Ricardo Arianas had a sack. James Mercer had like four hurries. Uh, just just a great team effort on the defensive side of the ball, led by defensive coordinator Adam Turner. For real, they uh they had a great scheme. Uh, you know, Heard County was trying to, to spread us out and get the ball outside on the edge. Dalton Ross on the defensive end, uh, he, he helped set that edge and a great job. He all night too, he played well. Uh, just a just a, just a great win for the Rebels for sure. Now, you know, 
Rebels have played really, really good this playoff season. They've had two really close but really impressive wins, and it doesn't get any easier when the Purple Hurricanes travel to Blue Ridge this weekend. No, and it and it don't. Uh, and just just a little, uh, you say the Purple Hurricane. Just let me give a stat for you. So, nineteen ninety five was the last time the Rebels were in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, which is where I'm from, actually. This this year they play the Fitzgerald Purple Hurricanes in the quarterfinals in 2020. So, hoping history doesn't repeat itself uh, and the Rebels can get a win. But Fitzgerald's a very good football team. They're undefeated, um, playing in uh, a, a, pr- a pretty good region there. Uh, they've got athletes all over the field on both sides of the football. Uh, they're not going to throw it as much. They're going to just line up and just run the football. Um, the Rebels' run defense is going to have to be uh, ready, ready to go to work. It's going to be, it's going to be a smash mouth football game on both sides. If you love good old traditional high school football, um, and if you like a good environment, uh, Friday night in Blue Ridge is going to be the place for you. What is Fannin County got to do to stop that running attack? <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to say hope hope uh, Fitzgerald stop get. Uh, Trips, trips off the bus, but you know they're they're not going to stop. They're they're not going to stop Fitzgerald. What they've got to do is contain them. Mm-hmm. You know they they've got to they've got to get if they've got to get off the field on third down. Um, they've got to send eleven hats to the football. They can't take any plays off. Um, when something bad happens, they've got to overcome it and, and get their helmet back helmets back on and get ready to play again. I, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Fitzgerald. However, I don't think Fitzgerald's going to be able to stop Fannikin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this game is really going to come down to who uh, who executes, who doesn't turn the ball over, who makes the less mistakes, and uh, it's going to be a fun game for sure. I, I, like I said, I love the running attacks. Uh, I've been following Murray High out of uh, Kentucky, and they have a three-headed monster at their uh, in their backfield, and they run the ball constantly. And I love that smash mouth kind of run the ball down your throat and throw when you have to, but you know, run when you all costs. Yeah, and the emergence of Seth Reese has really helped the running game up. The running game's been good all year. Luke Holloway, Caleb Postdale, Jake Sands. Um, but with Seth Reese's emergence in the playoffs, you know, the Rebels have been able to uh to to add and now now when you play Fanning County, you can't just say, Hey, we're gonna stop Luke Holloway. Now right. You gotta, now you've got to worry about the run too. And Caleb Postel and Jake Sands, uh, they run the balls well. They all good job. So uh just, just, just a good balance offense attack for the Rebels, and you're going to see that on Friday night. Would you classify Luke Holloway as dual threat, or is he more of a passing quarterback? Definitely a dual threat. Uh, he's uh, his legs. You can make an argument. One is the game against Pepperell. Um, he's starting to pick up a few offers now. Um, but look, you're you're talking about a guy who is. He's a five. He may not be a five star player, and even though in my mind he's he's up there, mm-hmm. but he's a five star athlete. He, excuse me, he's a five star kid. He's a five star right. person. Uh, he's he's a team captain. He's the leader of the team. Um, there's nobody that Coach Cheatham. I guarantee you, you asked him. I need a quarterback to quarterback the team. He's going to pick Luke Holloway. There's nobody he wants in that huddle more than Luke Holloway. I saw a tweet earlier that his is it his little brother is a middle school star as well. So so they have a crazy it's a crazy long line right here. So Luke's brother Clay uh, graduated a few years ago.
Tim? A good football player. Can you hear oh, me? Wow. Yes, sir. I got you. Um, his his ne- his cousin Case Holloway is a, is a current eighth grader for Fanning County. Okay, that's the kid I was uh, I saw on Twitter. Yes, a very good football player. Um, he's also got two other cousins that are in the fourth, excuse me, the fifth grade right now. Uh, one, his name is Cannon Holloway. He's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and Reed Holloway, who's a fullback, linebacker, defensive end, uh, just 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 a football player. So unfortunately. Kind of got some bad news for Region 7AA. The Holloway bloodline is still there, and it's going to yes. be there for a long time, even after Luke Holloway graduates. So, uh, just just fan it. when you play Fannin County, just know you're going to be playing somebody named Holloway. <laughs> um, another game your local area might care about is the Raven County Blakely County. Absolutely, and if you're a and if you're an SEC or a Georgia Bulldog fan, you care about it. Yeah, what do you see coming out of that game? Huge game, you know. They're on the other side of the bracket, so obviously I've not had a chance to really study that much. But I know Blakely had a big win over Vidalia in the first round. Um, a lot of people had Vidalia picked to go to the semifinals. Uh, they were wrong. Um, <laughs> Blakely County's a good football team, led by Marius Mims, five-star left tackle. We obviously know him. Ravens mm-hmm. got Gunner Stockton. Blakely's got a good offense. If they can get a few stops on defense, uh, you never know what can happen. Uh, but I'm raving the win by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I think the Royals are – their royalty is going to run out here. Yeah, good good season for those guys. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm always a – I have some kind of ties to – I, I like Blakely County and their coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, well, Tim, uh, I hope I get to talk to you next week after a Fannin County win. Uh, hey man, big big win for Fannin County this past week, but also today it was a special day. They were honored as the Georgia High School Football Daily Team of the Week. Oh, I uh, saw that too. I saw that. Great great ceremony today. I was honored to, to be in attendance. Um, special ceremony recognizing the team for a, for a team effort, and um, it it was cool to see. Most definitely. Um, I hope to have you back on here after if the or after the Fannin County Rebels win this weekend. I, I'm going to call on it because I'm I'm a biased. A little, I'm biased <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm biased too. Uh, but you know this team believes. Uh, oh, the fact that Fitzgerald's number one doesn't scare these guys. The, uh, they, no. it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're going to line up. They're going to play. They've got to come to Blue Ridge and play. And like a six-hour trip. Five. Hey, it's trip. a good haul. Uh, weather, uh, you know, they're, they're not used to playing in cold weather. It's going to be cold Friday night in Blue Ridge, just like uh, Fannin County football likes it. So, <laughs> well, I, like I said, I look forward to talking to you, and I've enjoyed this. These yeah, episodes hey, I know we got disconnected, but did you get the first segment recorded? Yes, okay, sir. good, good, good deal. I, I didn't know I, I was going to stick around and record it if you need, needed me to. Uh, we're good, we're good. Um, I'll let you know. I'll talk to you next week about the Fannie County. Hey, thanks, man. We'll be in touch. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. You have a good one. My third and final guest on this special edition of the Blind Donkey Runner podcast is Coach Jamie Abrams from Cedartown High School. He is the head coach of the Bulldogs. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Um... Welcome to the Blind Donkey Runner podcast. I wanted to have you on because I've been really impressed with Cedar Town's offense and defense this year, and how explosive you guys have been. 
All right, we appreciate it. Um, I mean, your running attack. I mean, you you've got four or five running backs that you can put in there, and you know, you don't miss a beat with them. Yeah, we got a a, a bunch of guys that, that have come on. Uh, we use uh, we use Jaden Johnson all over the place, um, and then uh, C.J. Washington uh, move him around a, a little bit, and then Harlem Diamond. Uh, Patrick Gardner, Xavier Hargrove, uh, that's who we've, uh, who we've been using here lately. Early in the year, we used Corbin Kazort. So, uh, that, that's the great thing about, about our offense and, and, and running the wing tee is you got, uh, a, lo- a number of options. You know, you don't just have one, one back, you know, that people can, can hone in on. And I, I think that that helps us, uh, year to year, that'll help us year to year because we can adapt to our personnel. You know, if we end up with a quarterback who, who throws or some good receivers, you know, we can, not, we can always adapt it. And I think that's what's, what's great about the offense. Um, and the majority of those backs will be back next year, correct? Yeah, we'll lose Jade and uh, everybody else will be back. Um, Corbin graduated as well, uh, but he, he, uh, he's been playing a lot more defense lately. So, um, you guys have just been blowing people away. I mean, offensively, you've been outscoring people at least by 20 points all year. I mean, it's just impressive. Well, not all year. We lost our first two ball games. True, but that was early. So, you know, you guys have improved a lot since then. Uh, that's a tribute to our kids. Our kids have done an outstanding job with all the, all the uh, COVID situations that we've had and and practicing. I mean, they've, they've just done an outstanding job. They're still with us, and they should be commended. Um, defensively, you guys explode the ball, and I guess it, uh, off it, like you guys just don't allow points. I mean, that's dominant defense all around. Uh, we, um, you know, we got some guys over there that have, that have done a, a really good job, too. Um, and some of those guys play both ways. Uh, our leading tackler, I believe, right now. I don't check the stats very much, but I think it's Eli Barrow. Um, he plays both ways. Um, and Demario uh, Sims has done a really good job up up on the defensive line, along with Jai Barnes. Jakari Robinson plays uh, defensive end some. Uh, Patrick plays over there. Um, Patrick Gardner, the, the running back. We, we kind of roll those guys in and out, and Jaden. Jaden and Harlem both play in the secondary, and then Donald Knight and Micah Arbuthnot play uh, play corner for us. And Jeremiah Johnson and, and Corbin Desort play outside backer, and we've ro- rolled several guys in there too. Uh, Deshaun Ware uh, had an interception the other night, um, and I and I I thought that was big coming into this season is develop trying to develop depth and develop depth just because you don't know ever know when you're gonna lose somebody and you know you talk about the running backs well our offensive line has done an outstanding job this year and they've they've really come together especially as an inexperienced group uh jacob rush is a, is a senior and then um mj watley has uh has played offensive line for his last few few weeks he's played defensive line earlier in the year but jacob jacob and mj are seniors and then uh we have Jalen Stevenson, who's a junior, uh, Dustin Green, and 
Eli, obviously, and then Grant Dempsey's played a lot of guard for us. Uh, Peyton Nicolopoulos, uh, both those guys, well, all three of those guys are tenth graders. So uh, just really, really proud of these guys and what they what they've done. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been impressed with you guys. Like the offensive line, like you said, I listen to the radio broadcast because I'm not able to watch because, well, I'm blind and can't really see much going on. But they're constantly right. talking about how the offensive line is opening up huge holes for your backs. Yeah, and our backs do a good job of blocking for each other too. That's always key. Um, you're and the, like on your defense, your defense is really fast. I mean, that's I'm, that's another thing that impresses me. Um, no, you know they uh, they they do a good job of, of, uh, of reading key uh, for the most. Uh, Um, now, one thing I've noticed about you is what, wherever you go, your defense is good. I mean, when you were at Lamar County, your defense was incredible. When you were at Ware County, your defense was pretty awesome. And I, re- I was really impressed with how you run a defense at those places. Did I lose you? Oh. Coach? Did I lose you? Coach? Uh, I'm going to send you another link and see if it picks back up. Sorry about that. It's fine. Um, like I said, I've noticed wherever you've been, you've had a great defense when you were at Lamar County. I mean, I saw every play of that season, those seasons, and that was – Impressive. Um, and then when you were at Ware County, y'all, your defense was really all, as impressive as well. Uh, um, you know, it, it isn't just just me. Yeah. Um, Coach, Coach Ruark is our defense coordinator, Jeremy Ruark, and he does a, does a great job of preparing our guys, spends a lot of time uh, watching film and, and diagnosing what, what people are going to try to do to attack us. And then um, Coach uh, Mike Worthington coaches our defensive line. And uh, those guys have, have played really well this year. And then um, Coach Austin Barron coaches our outside linebackers. And uh, I, I coach the secondary as long as as long as they're uh, doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> but um, <laughs> coach with those guys. Uh, I'm sorry. What have you coached with those guys before? No, I hadn't. Um, coach Barron's a first year coach, and then Coach Ruark and Coach Worthington were here last year. So oh, okay. Uh, um, I was excited for Cedartown when I saw that you got the job because um, I knew you were a pretty darn good coach. So I was excited to see what you would do with Cedartown. I appreciate it. Um, are you going to coach track like you did at Lamar with Cedartown? Or um, I don't know that I, I'm going to um, officially coach it, but I'll be out there. You know, my, uh, my my oldest son is uh, getting it to the age now where uh, he's having some interest in that. My other two sons, I have, I have three boys, and they're all they all like to go run around. So I figured, why not? I mean, it doesn't matter what sport you play, um, track's going to help you uh, along with uh, competing in tracks. So. Oh yeah. Um, but I've I've just been really excited to see how your career as a coach has been because, like I said, I saw you at Lamar for those two years, and I watched you at Ware County, and had to have you on here to talk to you about your 
head coaching job now at Cedartown. No, I appreciate it. Well, I look forward to seeing what you guys do uh, against Bainbridge. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, what do they do on offense and defense that stands out to you? Well, you know, they're, they've got a um, um, they're a really good team. I mean, the offensive line's big and uh, up front. And, uh, the uh, running back's a really good player. Quarterback was a quarterback when they won the state championship two years ago, and they got some speedy wideouts. So uh, they're they're a dang good football team. And defensively, they they fly around. Um, they're very athletic on defense. So, well, luck, luckily they've got to come up to Cedar Town, so they got a long bus ride. Well, I appreciate it, Coach. I've enjoyed talking to you, and I look forward to seeing what you guys do this week. Hey, guys. I would like to apologize for the technical difficulties that arose in this episode with these interviews. I was having issues finding the correct Wi-Fi signal, and I look forward to improving those issues in the next podcast. I also look forward to seeing what these three teams do in their respective rounds of their state playoffs. And I may be a little biased, but I think all three of these teams move on. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys next week.